0: Hey friends, welcome back to Weaving Wisdom. Today is part two in the Repatterning Your Reality series. Today's focus is going to be on my version of vision, which I like to call Weaving an Enchantment. So to get started, I want to revisit the foundations of what Repatterning Your Reality is truly about. I want to clarify from the beginning that this isn't a run-of-the-mill manifestation journey. This is not about picking some things that you think you need or think that you want, putting them on a vision board, and summoning these things into your reality. That's not what I'm speaking about when I'm talking about repatterning, when I'm actually speaking into is your conscious willing participation in your evolutionary journey. We are always in motion, we are always in the process of evolution and our participation can be conscious or unconscious. Either way, we're going to meet with lessons and opportunities to grow and expand and shift and change evolve as beings. We can, we can deny those invitations, we can meet them halfway, we can show up for them 100%. It's all your choice how you navigate this reality, but you are always in the process of evolution, and you are a powerful creator being. You are co-creating the reality that you live in right now, so why not become a conscious co-creator? Why not become a willing participant in the evolution? Why not bring a more harmonious pathway into fruition based on your participation? So at the core of this, at the core of this process, I'm asking and inviting you to shift your perspective about manifestation. Rather than focusing on things that you want, I want you to focus on the soul-led trajectory of your evolutionary journey. My primary focus in sharing these transmissions, these channelings, these frequencies is to activate a desire of liberation in those that are tuning in. We are here as sovereign beings with unique gifts we are here to live in a harmonious expression of those gifts in our wholeness our primal human experience is one of wholeness one of unison one of connection with the entirety of this multidimensional reality we came here to live in the creative forces within the limitations of separation being separate human beings amongst all these other expressions of life, trees, animals, soil, stones, other human beings, energies that are visible and invisible in this reality. We're part of this woven ecology and our wholeness is meant to be the experience that we're having. So my invitation here is to liberate yourself from the internal separation that most of us have been programmed into, that most of us have been trained into, whether the people that were doing it <laughs> meant to or not, whether the culture meant to, to transform into what it is or not, the result is the same. We are fractal beings. So I can feel the deep need for wholeness to become a primary priority in this present iteration of humanity to come back into wholeness to come into an evolutionary process that allows for you to liberate yourself from any separation that you feel inside and to step into sovereignty as a being where you can listen with the guidance that is streaming through you you can trust the instincts that are moving through your embodiment you can listen clearly with the guidance that is arriving for you specifically and you can navigate with that in your reality you can build you can build a landscape of life that feeds your wholeness and symbiotically supports the earth and the people around you right we don't need to live in a world where we are extracting and taking we can live in a world of generosity where there is plenty for everybody and every being that is here every life force that is animated in this reality can have everything that they need so that's the goal of this repatterning reality is to tune in with the evolutionary trajectory that your soul is guiding you into that's the core of this. So it's not about figuring out like the fancy car that you want and putting it on a vision board. It's not about like, you know, picking out some things that you think would be cool that might make you feel better about yourself and slapping that on a vision board and then like praying on it every single day in the hopes that it's gonna come into your reality. Because what I have noticed is when folks focus on the cultural narrative of what you think you need to have or be in order to um, achieve some level of quote-unquote success, people can easily tap into the manifestation flow where they can attract the things that they're thinking about because that is just naturally what occurs. Our thoughts are energetic resonances. And so when we focus our thoughts on something, naturally, the external reality will meet us with those thoughts within a 3d expression of that resonance. So manifestation works a 1000%. I'm not denying that. But I just want us to like, I don't know, use it for <laughs> use it for magical, amazing things, not just like a new car. So When we can zoom out from the the material objects that we imagine will make us feel the things that we desire to feel and rather focus more on the trajectory of evolution that our soul is calling in, that to me is a more important responsibility with our co-creative power. I want to see us using our co-creative power to better the experience of humanity and earth. That is my desire. So that is what the the basis of this visioning process is about. So weaving an enchantment. Why do I call it that? (laughs) As I've stated, when you repattern your reality, you're essentially embarking on a consciously chosen evolutionary journey. And what do we know about that? Well, we know that it's messy. It's complex. It's going to be challenging. We're going to meet with our thresholds. We're going to brush up against the edges of our capacity. We're going to dance with our shadows in this process, all in service to transforming our frequency to match the frequency field of what we are seeking. Right? And that's all soul led. So it's not like it's out of alignment. It's going to be an in-alignment frequency field that is the next evolution of our embodiment, what it is we're here to grow and learn with. In that process, we're gonna have a lot of messy shit come up, and it's not gonna feel like a, a cakewalk. That's not the point. The point is to actually face and embrace the opportunities of your ability to repattern the reality, for your ability to make new choices, for, for your ability to actually shift your perception. So with that understanding, there's no way we can hold the unrealistic expectation of being in a high vibration this whole time. So we can have clarity around the states of being that we're seeking, which I'll go into in a moment, And we can know in our heart's truth where we are headed energetically, but it is unrealistic to imagine that we're going to hold that frequency all day long, every single day until we arrive into that reality, because that's not realistic. It's just not. So in the mix of the mess and the complexity, we need something to help us tap into the frequency that we are growing into. And that's where the enchantment comes in. When you think about the word enchantment, when I think about the word enchantment, first of all, it's magic. Second of all, it reminds me of cartoons from my childhood where a witch came in and she cast an enchantment upon everybody. And they were all in such a euphoric state of being that they didn't even notice what was happening around them. And I like that concept for this process because it helps me know that all the states of being that I'm weaving into this enchantment, that I'm weaving into this frequency field are fully accessible to me at any moment in time, no matter what's occurring in my reality, I can come to this vision. I can come to this enchantment. I can tune in and I can tap into the frequency field that I have woven with the states of being that I'm living into. And I can feel them in my embodiment and I can allow them to wash through my resonance and I can support myself in the ability to live into that frequency by tapping into it consistently, right? Creating a ritualized practice that allows me to tune into the frequency that I am growing with, that I am learning with. So that's what the enchantment truly becomes. The enchantment itself is a frequency field. Okay. So we can create that in whatever way feels aligned. I personally like to do writing. Obviously, it's like my favorite thing to do. So what I do is I go through with myself and I tune in. I begin by tuning in with my heart space. This is number one, numero uno. Always, always, always tune in with your heart space. This is your most expansive resonance your heart so all things that you do from your heart energy all the ways in which you choose in life from your heart energy will have the most expansive reach into this reality it will ripple resonance with such emphasis so that's why when we actually can tune in with our heart's truth and we can create a vision from that place the rapid evolution that occurs is so mind-blowing and miraculous because it's so in tune, right? A lot of folks who choose the manifestation route where they're essentially picking things that they think will help them feel what it is they want to feel in this world, they're doing that from a mind space. They're doing that from a culturally imposed um, narrative space or a family-imposed narrative space of like what you need to be by a certain age or what you should have, blah, 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 blah. So when that's the case, you can attract the things very easily, but it doesn't actually change your state of being. Your evolution isn't really happening. Maybe your environment is changing. Maybe the things you're looking at in your world are different, but are you any different as a being have you actually evolved so when we tune in from our heart space when we actually step into the receptivity and the intimacy with our heart's truth where our wholeness lives we get more clarity about what it is we truly need what it is we truly want and what it is we truly desire so those are the three things that i that i tap into with my writing when i'm exploring how to weave this enchantment how to clarify what my vision is and i have needs and wants and desires in in like slightly different categories all of them are actually signals for states of being that i'm seeking right they're all helping me see what are the states of being that i am seeking to embody what am I truly wanting to become within my experience of me? That's what the the needs, wants, and desires are actually communicating. However, they translate in different ways that invite me to dig deeper, which is why I explore them in that way. Needs. So when I look at needs, I'm looking at non-negotiables, things that one, I've learned that I need and that are out of, it's like out of the question for me to compromise. And there's like basic needs that humans have scientifically proven, um, that I don't really count in this area. Basic needs are basic needs. And we're all, um, those are birthrights. We all need them. And often we all have them to, uh, at least a mostly acceptable degree, So the needs that I'm actually tuning into are things that I have learned over time that truly support my, my personal ecology, my personal makeup as a being. I need specific things and no matter what vision I'm weaving, I always refer to specific needs that I know are non-negotiables for me because I want to be the most nourished as a being that I can be. The other facet of needs are potentially things we haven't experienced yet. Maybe they were withheld from us. Maybe we didn't have the opportunity based on the trajectory of our life or the configuration of our family. There are various things, states of being that we haven't had the opportunity to taste yet that are true needs in the human experience. And it may be in this moment, I can tune into some things I haven't received and know and understand deeply that my beingness is ready. My beingness is ready to expand its capacity to receive that fully, to embody it fully. So that's my needs category, my non-negotiables and the things that I feel my beingness is ready to embody, ready to see what the truth of that experience is in me. Wants are more like preferences, right? They're, They're things throughout my journey that I have learned are... Um, more preferable to me, right? Like there's things that are a yes to me. There's things that are a no to me. So when I'm spelling out a... A vision, I tune into my wants and I let them, I get imaginative. I allow my wants to just be what they are. I don't hold back because I'm not really focused so much on the topical first thing I write. I'm actually going to get underneath of it after I let it all hang out, right? So I can write the most elaborate want list, but then I'm going to get underneath of that want list and really tune into the states of being that are underneath all of these things that I'm wanting. Then I tune in with desires. Desires are like a fire in your soul. They're, they're what you're being um, magnetized towards because of the way what you desire will shape you, stretch you, and truly evolve you as a being. We often desire things that we don't truly know w- what it will take to become within that energy. It's, it's really powerful what desires invite us into. They invite us into a stretch. They invite us into an expansion of our capacity. And they often speak really clearly about what it is that we seek within our soul evolution. And I find that our deepest desires are tied to our gifts, Okay, so this kind of goes back to this whole thing about you being a liberated whole expression of yourself. You carry unique gifts, you are here. With a specific resonance, which I refer to as a harmonic frequency, it's a harmonious expression of source energy that streams through you uniquely. And you have gifts that are here as a contribution to this earth realm. And I believe that we all need to be more. Um, <laughs> we need to be more focused on those gifts, rather than be focused on some like ridiculous storylines of how we're supposed to lead our lives in service to somebody else's ideas or some sort of, um, I don't know, like factory farmed expression of what a job is. But I do, I know a lot of people are in that world and that's a-okay, but I feel those that are resonant with me aren't On a path of liberation. They're on a path of self liberation and they're on a path of truly living in their gifts, knowing that their gifts have a very distinct purpose here on this planet, right here, right now. Your gifts matter, they're very important, and you living in them, you allowing them to lead you and express through you, is the most exciting experience of being a human, I promise you. So, So coming back to desires and how desires are tied to our gifts, often our desires will lead us in a direction that will explore gifts that we either have not activated yet, or that we're actually deeply wanting to strengthen. So I listen with those as well. So those are the three components, but then I get underneath of those components to understand more clearly what it is I'm seeking. What's really going on underneath of these? Cause I can write all this stuff out and it would be a really pretty written expression and it would look so good because it would have all the magical words that I love, but what are the states of being? So I'm going to use an example to help, um, distinguish between the three and then the states of being that are, are essentially the through line underneath all of them. So one of my primary needs is to walk in nature As frequently as possible. I need this. I'm not a happy human when I don't move my body in nature specifically. So that is one of the clear needs that I have, no matter what my vision is, no matter what it's about, that is a component that comes with it. Then I think about my wants, my preferences. I would prefer if I could just walk out my front door and be right there, be able to walk right from there. That would be a preference that I have. Make it easy, make it so that it's like, it's a ritual that I can tune in with every single day without any obstacles in the way. And then my desire is to begin summiting a mountain every single year. So that's walking to another extreme, right? Well, that's like clearly going to stretch me in a new way. That's going to expand my capacity. That's going to build something different within me. So let's get underneath what that means in each of those sectors. When it comes to my actual need, my non-negotiable need to walk in nature as frequently as possible, what is that speaking to me about me? Well, what I know is vitality is very important to me, meaning I want to be in motion, moving my body, moving my lymph, moving my muscles being in flexibility, that is very important to me because it also moves energy. It clears my field. So the vitality of it, the clarity that I receive in those moments, it's it's where my mind clears out, my emotions clear out, my energetic field gets cleansed. And I feel like that is always going to be a necessity to be To feel like I'm in a state of purity within my being. And I know that practice does that. But why in nature? Couldn't I get a treadmill? Fuck no. I don't ever want a treadmill. I want to walk in nature. Why? Because the intimacy and the relationship with nature is one of my top priorities. Like almost probably at the tippity top. It is the place where I learn the most. I feel like I have the most powerful potent reflections with the natural world and i can feel the immensity of the world around me when i'm steeped in nature nature is a priority it inspires me it expands me it opens me it is part of my vitality it is part of my clarity in my being so having an immersion in nature is is also like a, it's a state. Is it a state of being? I don't know if it's a state of being, but what do I feel when I'm in nature? I feel connected. I feel connected to this earth realm. I feel part of, I feel belonging with this earth realm. I feel like a woven piece of the ecology and I feel humbled within that truth. So that would be the state of being vitality, clarity, and belonging, connectedness with nature. So then let's move into the wants, my preference, to be able to just walk when I walk out of my house. What what is that actually about? Well that's about ease. Ease is important to me. I want this ritual to be easeful. I want to be able to show up for it easily every single day. That's like an obvious. But let's go ahead and like zoom in a little further. If I can walk out my front door and just go on a hike. What does that mean about my front door? (laughs) It means I live in nature. It means I live in a spacious nature space. I live immersed in nature in a way that allows me to wander freely from the doorstep. So that's about spaciousness, feeling the spaciousness. That's about being immersed in nature again, right? Being in the belonging, being in the connectedness. And again, that feeds my vitality. The ability to do it with ease feeds the vitality. It feeds the reality that I want to do it regularly. So now let's step into the desire to summit mountains what is that about? Well, that's going to push my vitality even more. That's going to strengthen my connection with nature even more. I would have to be immersed in nature for days to summit a mountain. I'm going to have to be like immersed in the elements and feeling the subtle shifts. My multidimensional awareness will be turned up. My, um, Instinctual abilities will be activated more deeply. I'll be in tune with my body in a new way. So all of these things, again, strengthen my vitality, expand my my purity within my being. It cleanses my entirety and it connects me deeper with nature. So when I can see that those are these top priorities... No matter what vision I'm weaving, no matter what enchantment I'm weaving, those states of being are going to be primary in this frequency field that I'm putting together. So that's just one example. And you can do that with anything, right? Say you're seeking a partnership. Say you're seeking a new expression of your gifts, a way for you to make money, to have reciprocity with your gifts and abundance. Say you're seeking a new place to live or anything. Anything, whatever your soul led trajectory is guiding you into, you can tune into needs, wants, and desires that you have within that realm of understanding and get underneath of them to tune into the states of being and then craft an expression. So this is the creative part that I think is actually very fun. And you can do this in any way you feel called to be creative. I personally love to write, so I write it out. I'll detail all these pieces, I'll clarify the states of being, and then I usually write something that is in the form of gratitude. Gratitude is one of the most potent gateways we have access to because it's incredibly expansive and it brings you immediately into your heart. So if you can tap into gratitude when you are in the process of creating this enchantment, you're going to be infusing it with that expansive frequency. The frequency of reciprocity, the the frequency of being thankful, of generosity, of give and receive, symbiotic connection, all of that lives in the gratitude energy. So when I write out my vision, when I write out this enchantment, I'm going to choose my words wisely. I'm going to understand what each of the words I am expressing actually means to me. What does that mean to me? What does that evoke in me? What does that represent to me? And this is another way of strengthening the states of being that we are weaving into the frequency field. So. I pay close attention to the words that I'm choosing and I write out something that I can then tune in with and read again and again. And I'll often like press a flower in the notebook where it's written or I'll write it on something that like I I make it an intentional, conscious um, expression. I've, I've made activation cards before where I have taken the vision and I have made a painting about it that makes no sense to anybody else, but doesn't need to. So it doesn't matter. And that activation card becomes something that I sit with and tune in with. And I've done that with clients. Like I've done that to like magnetize in the clients that I'm seeking to work with because I, I seek to work with folks that synergize with me, Deeply, like I want to learn. I want to be steeped in the frequencies of magic and evolution and wholeness and the channeling gifts and the psychic abilities. Like I want to tune in with folks that that are really resonant with me and also are um, activating threads of continuity in both myself and the client in a way that evolves me. So I'll do this with clients, create activation cards, create a frequency field that I'm inviting a resonant soul into. So you can literally do this with anything that you are seeking as long as it's in tune with your soul's trajectory of evolution. This is just a way to utilize your co-creative power consciously and participate in the evolution willingly. So That kind of covers what I wanted to speak into today about vision and how to weave an enchantment. If you're interested in going a little deeper, I'll have... A weaving wisdom guide posted in a couple of days on the Substack to correlate with this episode where I'll write out some questions, some inquiries that you can write with and explore with to deepen your understanding and your clarity about your needs, wants, and desires. And there will be channeled writings and recordings that can activate and stimulate this frequency of. Of shifting your trajectory, of repatterning your reality. So be on the lookout for that. And if you're curious about any one on one connections that I'm presently offering, there's a link in the show notes that'll take you to the website that gives you all the information about what that looks like. Next week, I'm going to be talking about meeting your thresholds. So once this journey begins, once we cast a vision, once we weave our enchantment, we clarify our our states of being that we're seeking, we understand the deep responsibility that we are embarking on, right? Like we are co-creating a reality and now we are in a state of responsibility for how we respond to all that arrives. And here's what happens next. We meet our thresholds. We come to face our shadows and our triggers and all of the resonance in our being that that need to shift in order for us to live into the frequency field that we are seeking. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thank you for loving and thank you for being. I will talk to you next week.